The views and opinions expressed on the following program are those of the host and guests and do not necessarily reflect the policy or position of Owen TV's management, staff, or board of directors. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Wrestling Tonight. I am your host, Mad Dog Butch. Joining me, as always, the CEO of the cartel and Max Andrews' boss, yeah. Race Beamer. Yeah, yeah. Great it, to be back. It is. We are finally back in the studio, and um, we have a very, very special guest this week. Um, let's just get, uh, get right to it. It is none other than Hall of Famer, referee extraordinaire, Mr. James Beard. So you are in, what part of Texas are you in? I'm in East Texas. I'm uh, about halfway between Dallas and Shreveport, close to Tyler. Okay. Uh, thanks again, um, for, for being on here. Um, we, so anybody that watches our podcast normally knows, uh, we kind of focus on old school wrestling. Um, we do from time to time have, uh, local wrestlers that are our friends on current wrestlers, but, uh, we are so excited to actually have you on here. Someone that lived it and breathed it and, uh, somebody that can tell us how it was right from the horse's mouth. Well, I appreciate it. It's just good to be with you. I, I guess uh, there's some advantages to being old. Huh? <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> That's only a state of mind. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so I guess my first question for you would be, uh, what were your first memories of professional wrestling? Oh, wow. Um, honestly, I, I can remember watching on an old black and white TV when I was just really, really small. Uh, we lived about 90 miles from Dallas. And, and uh, of course, reception wasn't all that great. We didn't have cable or anything. I had an old antenna. And, and uh, you know, we watched the, the Dallas promotion from there. They had a had a show on on Saturday afternoons, which was a studio show. And then on Saturday nights, uh, KTBT had the, the Channel 11, the, the big show. Okay. And um, I watched that religiously when I could, when, when the weather was good enough that we could receive it. Okay. And um, I don't know, I think I was probably about uh, eight, nine years old. My parents took me to the sportatorium for the first time. Nice. And um, it was uh, it was a really a surreal kind of experience. You know, I, I uh, got to see those guys for real for the first time. And it was, uh, yeah, I, I can remember that feeling, you know, I, I, I try to remember uh, Wild Bull Curry and, and, um, 
Pepper Gomez, Danny McShane. Uh, oh my goodness, I can't remember all the guys that were there then. I, and, and then I went back again, maybe a year or so later, and and, and uh, it, you know I was hooked from 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 a kid on. You know, it's something that I was always really interested in. I got involved in the music business, and and uh, um, I kind of morphed into this. Uh, some of the guys in, in around the Dallas area would come around where I was playing different places and, and, uh, they, they would talk to me and find out that I had a clue about it. And, okay. and they kind of, they kind of pushed me into the business One of those, <laughs> one of those deals where they throw you in the water and tell you to sink or swim, you know, and okay. it was, a yeah, it was, it was, it was just kind of one of those things that just fit really. When I walked in the ring, the first time I felt real comfortable. So, uh, the, the three guys that you mentioned, uh, were, were those like your favorite wrestlers uh, of that era or? Did you have others? Well, there were some of them. Uh, Red Bastine, uh, 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 Billy Red Lions, uh, Cowboy Bob Ellis. He was a cowboy. I'm from Texas. You know, you're going <laughs> to – that was natural. That was a natural thing. Of course, Fritz von Eric was there, but he was a he was the guy that everybody hated at that time. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, and, and it's kind of strange because later on, after I got into the business and and, uh, and watched and and, and – and got to know some of those guys, Johnny Valentine, uh, Red Bestine were wonderful friends and guys that I learned a lot from, uh, Gary Hart, same thing, Skandor Akbar, um, and all those guys became really good friends that, that I worked closely with. You know, a lot of those guys were, uh, big names up here in Detroit too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, they sure, certainly were. Yeah. 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 Was- yeah. Another, another good friend of mine, uh, Killer Tim Brooks, yeah. uh, made quite a name up there as well. Yes. And uh, yeah, you know, he, he, he and I became very close over the years. Yeah, we were just talking about him a couple months ago after he passed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, yeah. It, it was, uh, that was, that was a, a tough thing to take. I, I got to visit with him quite a bit the, the last few months of his life. And, and uh, it was, um, it was it was a great experience to be able to talk to him, you know, one to one, and 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 kind of, I guess, on a different uh, different level than we ever had before, you know. And, and it okay. was it was very very nice. What well, one one thing that I did see, uh, I, I believe they did get him into the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame down yeah, there yeah, before so, he passed away. Correct? Yeah, yeah, yes. He was he was living in a small town about uh, about an hour from Dallas, uh, and. Um, uh, Johnny Mantell called a few of us and, and we got together and, and, and actually called the church that he had been attending and they, they did most of the work. They put it all together and it was a big surprise for him. He thought he was going to a kind of, kind of a church event yeah. and he walked in and all, all of us were there, you know, and, and uh, it, it was great to be able to do that because he, he deserved that, you know, oh, he yeah. wasn't going to be able to make it to the, to the hall of fame inductions. And as, as it turned out, they were canceled also because of the COVID situation. So uh, I was very happy that we we were able to uh, get Killer into the Hall of Fame, and he knew it, and he was there and got to talk to it, to us and, and see it happen, you know. Yeah. Which Hall of Fame are, are you in? Uh, the Texas and Southern Hall of Fame, and uh, there's a couple of others that, that, that I'm in, uh, the, you know, and, and the Cauliflower Alley, uh, that, that was a big deal for me. But, um, yeah, yeah it, it's um, – Anytime you anytime you get honored about like that, it's 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 special. No, no matter what it is, whether it's something local or, or, or national or whatever, you know. Yeah, talk about the uh, the Cauliflower Alley Award that you got. That was the uh, Charlie Smith Referee Award. 
Yes, yeah, I, I was uh, I was the first one to receive that, and that that was really special. I, I um, when I got the call about it, you know, they they told me that 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 uh, that was something they hadn't done before, and and of course I have a lot of respect for Charlie. He's one of the one of the great referees, and um, and you know the, the whole experience was incredible. Uh, when you're standing there in front of all those people, all your all your peers, and and uh, and the you know the right in front of me is all that the WWE. Uh, people they used to have a two or three tables right there at the front you know and yeah, okay. and uh, and my, my old buddy john layfield came in and he was my presenter so that was special as well so it was a it was a great night you know probably one of one of my favorite nights in my career for sure that's great so the uh the the hall of fame the actual brick and mortar hall of fame that uh, johnny mantell is in charge of you're you're in that one as well no that no i'm no i'm not in that one that that's a that's a uh, different hall of fame yeah. okay i'm sorry yeah. i thought yeah i thought that's what yeah. you were talking yeah, about yeah I've, I've 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 worked with them before several on several projects but uh that's about it yeah yeah that was okay. the one that moved from new york down to texas i believe yeah that, the nw or uh they just call it professional wrestling hall of fame i i don't Correct. know is that is yeah. that the case okay uh yeah. so Okay, going back how you got got into the business, uh, did you originally want to be a, a wrestler, or or did you go in knowing that you were going to uh, be a referee? Well, I got you know I got into it a little bit later. I, I was playing music for several years, and and uh, so I was a little bit older, and and uh, I, I really was more interested in the creative side of things, and and uh, that being a referee was a good way to get to that point. And uh, it's just a natural progression for me. And like, like I said, the first time I stepped in the ring, I felt really comfortable. And, and uh, it just felt, felt like it fit. So I was very fortunate. Okay. What, what kind of music were you playing? Um, well, at, the, at that time, mostly country. Uh, nice. uh, my, my, my old band, were, we were a bunch of old rockers. But, but uh, if, if you want to make any money in Texas, you better learn how to play country music. So we, <laughs> yeah. we were doing that. You have any? You have any of that on tape or out there on the internet? Oh yeah, I've got a lot of I've got a lot of that stuff uh, recorded and 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 uh, on CDs now. A lot of them I've, I've transferred off a of tape to CDs, so I've got a lot of that. Yeah. Oh cool. I sure do. Yeah. Good deal. So did you? Uh, was was world class where you started, or did you start out yeah. at some of the? No. Well, I did. I did some smaller things first, but yeah, the world class was first, and then, and uh, then of course global came in. Well, actually, USWA came in after that, and then global, and and uh, um, went for the NWA, and and it, I was at the Sportatorium until it closed. Now, was that was that ring? as hard as everybody claims uh yes because it was yes. it was just a stage correct correct it was used for also for music as well they they did back in the in the in the 60s and 70s there was a uh, a show called big d jamboree which is a country show okay. and that was taped there on saturday nights and they just take the ropes down and and uh you know, the ring posts are still there you know they, they, <laughs> oh, okay. but but uh but yeah so it was a stage and it was hard man i mean it was it was like if you take a bump on that thing, it was, it was like falling on concrete. It looked like it just watching it on TV. Oh yeah. It was a lot of guys that came in there for the first time. They were, they were in shock the first time they, they uh, came in contact with that, that mat. 
Well, that's probably why they just spent their time beating the tar out of each other instead of executing a bunch of moves, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was a lot easier to do that than following that ring. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I was going to say, uh, watching that now, knowing that about the ring and just watching those guys beat the crap out of each other, I mean, it's it's different than what you see today. I mean, they – and they've gone, you know, a lot of those guys have gone on record too and said, "Hey, we were, right. we were just going to go in there. We had the, we, you know, we, we that's just the mindset that we had that we were going to go in there and just thump on each other." Uh, it's just, it's just a totally different thing now. Like going back and, and watching it. Uh, yeah, yeah, and 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 that's something that we're doing in SWE right now. We're really kind of replicating that style, and and uh, that that's uh, that's what I that's what I was influenced by. That that's that's what I grew up with. That and then working in Japan, so it, that was that, that was my thing, and and that's kind of what we're doing right now in SWE. So and and so far, we're getting some pretty good pretty good uh, attention for doing that. Yeah, I've seen, I've I've been able to watch a, a little bit of it, and uh, and we'll we'll talk about that a little bit later. But uh, yeah, I I, I agree. Um, it definitely has because I mean, honestly, there's a lot of promotions that use that that say, "Hey, we're more old school." And I've tried to watch it, and I just don't get that vibe. I don't get yeah. that feel. But the yeah. but the the little that I've been able to watch so far uh, of as SWE, I, I I do get that feeling. I agree. And with yeah, yeah, big time. And and even uh, one of the matches that I was watching, Kevin Sullivan even mentioned that like it it reminded him of the earlier days of ECW, yes. and and I I do agree with that. Um, yeah, there, there were some similarities there. I mean, it was just it was a, uh, a lot of just guys getting in there and fighting, you know, and yeah. and, uh, and you know, but but we we try to have a little bit of everything, you know, some some. Uh, uh, some a little bit more, I guess, modern style, but the, for the most part, our, our guys are bigger. If you notice that, oh, yeah. and, and, yeah. and, uh, and that's all on purpose. I mean, we're, yeah. we're purposely okay. going that direction. So, um, you know, it, it's a, it, it's, it's consciously trying to recreate the, a little bit of that feel, even though you just, you can't do it exactly because you don't have the guys there that were, were there. Yeah. But, but yeah. and it's a re-education process too for the for the wrestlers. You know we're having to kind of do that as we go, and okay. and and it's working. And the fans are are starting to catch on to that. Yeah, yeah, they seem to be. I, and I was very happy to see uh, my fellow masked brethren, uh, Mil Mortes, Mil Mortes, make his yes, uh, it, debut. Yes, and recently. he will be back. Yes. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. A big yeah. fan of his. I've, I've been a big fan of his for a while. But uh, yeah, I, I did watch a. I watched an episode, you know, before I came in here today, and I was I was really impressed just by the way the show was was set up and, and presented. And it was nice that it wasn't three hours long either, because I can't watch the stuff they have now. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. We're, we're we're trying we're getting trying to get a lot into a. a uh, a little bit of time for sure, but, and, and it's mostly action, you know, yeah. we're not, not doing a lot of talking. Uh, there, there's yeah. some, but there's not a lot of that. And, and, uh, uh, we're, we're purposely trying to replicate that. Like I said, it, it's a, it, it, like I said, it's, it's a re-education process for everybody, for the, for a lot of them. And not for me. It's, this is, this is what I know. It's <laughs> all I know, you know, well, while we're talking about that, uh, let's give out the, the website for 
SWE. Yeah, it's uh, just com. Right. Uh, yeah, and we we do have a uh, we have an app now. You can you can get an app and download and find out what we're doing. It's got a lot of information on there. A lot of uh, uh, some of the matches are being posted on there now. Uh, it's going to be a lot of things added to it as we go. Uh, we're pretty excited about the app, uh, and and we're also on YouTube. We have a YouTube channel now. Okay. So, uh, and, and our, our shows are showing on that we're, we're adding them as we go. So, and, and it, it's, uh, it's really been a great process over the last year and a half, nearly two years now, since we started this thing and, and it's grown a lot and, and we're, we're very happy with the, with the progress we've made. Yeah, it looks great. Keep yeah, it up. I, I'm liking it. I will definitely check out more and any old school wrestling fans that, that listen to this podcast, uh, do the same thing, do yourself a favor and, and check it out. Uh, so when I was doing a little bit of research on your career, it comes up that, that you were trained by Bruiser Brody. Uh, <laughs> well, that's a pretty, that's pretty, pretty loosely. Trained. I, I really wasn't trained by anybody. They just threw me in the ring and told me to do it. You know, that, that's uh, kind Bruiser, of what I was going to ask. Yeah, you, but, uh, yeah. The first thing Bruiser told me was just stay out of my way. <laughs> so, oh, okay. uh, and when with guys like him, I learned how to I, do that pretty fast. I, I, I was going to say that would be great advice for anybody. Yeah. For him, yeah. No, I, I really kind of learned on the fly. I, I um, uh, one thing I did, and, and, and I guess maybe being a little older helped me be a little bit more mature at the time. And, and uh, it was real easy for me to sit there and listen without talking too much. And <laughs> so, yeah. and that's one of the first things you learn in this business that you should do. A lot of guys don't learn it very well, but that's that's what you should do. And and right. so I, I really probably learned more listening than I ever did in the ring. You know, I, I'd ride in the car with guys like Akbar and Grizzly Smith, and and uh, and 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 just absorb everything that they would say. And I, I, I figured out a lot of things on the fly that way. That's okay. the best way to go. It's like a shoot job, you know. You do that anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Huh. Now, uh, one of the, one of the shows that uh, is big right now is uh, Dark Side of the Ring. Have you watched uh, watched that much? I watched some of the episodes. Yes. Okay. I was just going to ask you if uh, how you, what what do you think of it overall? I mean, I, I know that you were probably. Well, definitely the Bruiser Brody episode, but the uh, the world class episode too. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The, 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 they they were they're actually pretty fairly accurate from what I've seen. Okay. I mean, everybody's got different views about some some aspects of, of everything that happened, you know, and that, that long ago. And some people remember things a little differently than others do. Right. Uh, but from from my experience and and uh, and what I remember. Uh, it's actually been fairly accurate that uh, that I've seen so far. Okay. Now, what uh, if that wouldn't have happened to Bruiser Brody? Um, what kind of impact do you think he would have had? Let's say in the Monday Night War era, uh, do you think he would have been a big player in in one of the big two, or maybe even like ECW, or do you think he would have just spent most of his time over in Japan at that point? Well, I, th- I think he would have probably stayed in Japan as long as as long as the the money was there and the business was there. And in the, uh, in the 90s, I worked over there myself for, for several years. And in the 90s, things kind of dried up over there. The economy got bad. And, and uh, uh, that may have been something that would have driven him to 
come into to the states more okay. and work and then about that time when the attitude era was going on that, that we call yeah. it attitude area so I, I think that i think that he possibly would have come back over and if they had had um, if they had negotiated well with him then i think he probably would have come over and done something there at that time um Okay. I, and, and who knows? I mean, you, you never know. I know he wanted to promote. He had that in his mind that he wanted to open up his own uh, promotion somewhere, probably in Texas, uh, probably around San Antonio. Uh, he, he had ideas of staying in the business for sure. Okay. Now, where where were you uh, at that point in the in the Monday Night War era? That that, that was not too long after Global closed down yeah. correct yeah i was i had I still went back and forth to japan a little bit and i was working some independence and i also went to uswa for a while in memphis okay and and uh until until that blew up and uh in <laughs> uh, which uh, you know that that was that was an interesting experience but yeah, uh um, there, it sounded like. <laughs> oh my god man let me tell you it, it that was uh, uh it, was, it was really a disappointing disappointing time for me because at the time they had that that agreement with with uh vince yeah. and, and there were had some guys there and and uh there was a lot of possibilities for that to sustain and keep going but uh yeah. because of uh, uh some underhanded business and and uh greed from a couple of people that that didn't happen and, and it kind of flew, it blew apart Is that like the bird uh, guy, it, it, guys it, from ohio yeah is yeah that, is that that yeah. Time frame okay <laughs> yeah, yeah, Larry Burton or whatever his yeah. one of his fourteen or fifteen names was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that was so. That was USWA. About what year was was that? That was that was ninety six, I believe. Okay, so yeah. okay. Let me let me ask you this. I, I had forgot about this, but uh, I had seen it brought up recently. Uh, was Global originally the same type of situation? Because wasn't there a guy that that was going to be uh, kind of the money man for global that was promising uh, a lot of my, or, or am I wrong here? Uh, well, uh, global started, Joe Petticino started global and I'm not sure where the money came from, to be honest with you. Uh, oh, okay. There was obviously, uh, obviously some money somewhere yeah. and, uh, and a lot of guys were brought in and, and uh, yeah. uh, we, we taped at the sportatorium for, however long that period was that Joe was there. Uh, and I can't tell you anything about why or what, or, but the, the, the money ran out for okay. some reason. Okay. I don't know if they got it pulled from them or, or just, just ran through it or what. I have no idea. I, I was, I was actually going back and forth to Japan a lot during that time. Uh, I was, I was working for global when I was in, in, in town, but, uh, um, I'd be gone sometimes six or eight weeks at a time. Okay. And, and, uh, but, but I do know that, that I do know that they had, uh, they had some good ideas, good concept. Oh yeah. I, know, I, I love, I know. I, yeah. I think I know Joe had, it had the, the, had some great ideas and, and, and it was going pretty well, but all of a sudden the money wasn't there. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't okay. know all the details. Oh, and, okay. and then, and then it was right. taken over by, by some other people. Yeah. Yeah. They were a little bit different. You know, they were, had a different presentation than everybody well, else. Yeah, you know? yeah. It became more of a regional uh, a promotion then because of, just simply because there wasn't enough money to bring all those guys in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so we, we went back to pretty much using the guys that were 
fairly local Texas talent. Uh, the guys that still lived around that area and, and brought in a few, but, but for the most part, that's what it was. And that's why, because there just wasn't enough money there to, 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 uh, to do what they were doing before. Okay. Uh, now what, when did you start getting more involved? Were you strictly, when you first started out, were you strictly a referee and then eventually you started doing more things behind the scenes? Uh, yeah, yeah, I was, uh, of course, when you start out, you just try, you're just glad to be there, you know, yeah. and trying to do what you can do. I, I was trying to learn that, that role as well as I could learn it mm-hmm. and do it as well as I could do it. And then I was fortunate that, that I had a good, I guess, just a natural feel for it. And, uh, I ended up getting the deal in Japan and I went over there and, and, and while I was there, I, I it, it gradually got to a point to where, Actually, what happened was, is I started working in the training center over there. Uh, they, they, they took me, they took me over there and I, and I would do a, I'd do a tour and then be in the training center and then do the next tour and then come home and go back and do that again. And, uh, while I was, while I was doing that, I, I gradually got to a point where I was helping some guys with finishes and that sort of thing. And, and, uh, um, it just started, uh, it just started kind of growing from there. Uh, actually, um, Randy Savage came over. Uh, he, he he was uh, he was very unhappy when he got there. He thought he was he thought he was just kind of being shopped out by, by uh, Vince oh. because uh, at the time you know, and he yeah. thought he'd been short. He thought he'd been shorted some money on on the paper. The last, I think I don't know, Wrestle, WrestleMania or uh, uh, SummerSlam or something. I don't remember. But anyway, he, he when he came over there. He wasn't very happy to be there, and uh, I met like I normally would do. Uh, they took me to the hotel where those guys were going to be, and I met them there. And we went up. We stayed up all night talking. Okay. And uh, and <laughs> and during that night, somehow something changed, and he got really excited about it. Oh. And then we came up with this idea for an angle there with that involved Tenu and and Haku and and some other guys, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, Randy went to Tenu and pitched it to Tenu, and and uh, they loved it. And uh, he gave me some credit for it. In fact, he even even demanded that I be involved in the in the <laughs> ring at the time. Nice. And uh, and that changed everything for me as far as the, the guys, the perception, I guess, of me just being a referee. Okay. And and it just gradually changed from there. I, when when uh, the company split, and uh, Sakurado or Kendo Nagasaki took his his group i went with him because he was he was the guy that took me over there okay and and, uh, when i was with him i was involved with the booking and uh not only just booking the talent but booking matches and 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 all of that so um and i just kind of kind of filtered over into my work in the united states when i come back over here there were people kind of I guess they found out that i was doing that and started getting a little bit more stroke doing that and and it grew from there oh okay which uh, Japanese group did you first start going over there with? It's SWS. Oh, okay. And yeah, that they, was that. They, they had the deal with the WWF. Is is that what that? Yes. That uh, yeah, okay. yeah. 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 And that, that's that's probably one of the reasons that it split apart too, because a lot of the <laughs> Japanese guys weren't happy with that. Yeah, uh, uh, it was a great experience because I got, I got to work with all those guys when they bring them over there. Mm-hmm. But I was actually hired by the Japanese company, not by them. And uh, so I was working for the Japanese company, and and when it when it split, uh, uh, Sakurada Kendo mm-hmm. took 
took a took a group and and uh ten you kept a group and changed it to, eventually changed it to war i think is what it was oh, okay. and, okay. and and yeah and and uh anyway it, it, it was a that was an interesting experience as well because i think the i think the 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 discontent with with the a deal with vince probably caused a lot of the the friction there that made swe end up splitting apart huh. okay now you did you did work for WWE at one point, though, did you not? I worked with them off and on a couple of times. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. Uh, so, never, not not as a regular though. I never never worked for them regularly. No, I, the, my the only regular work I did for them was in Japan, and that was that was actually being hired by the Japanese company. Okay, is that is that Japanese style? Is that is is that about as close as you're going to get to the uh, old school Texas style? Yeah, very much. Yeah, a lot of it is, uh, and, and you know, if you watch a lot, of, especially Baba's group, uh, the, that was pretty much what they did. Yeah, you know, and and, and uh, it, I was like at home there. You know, it was very very comfortable for me. And and uh, the the only difference, I guess, is is that uh, the, sometimes the finishes would last for thirty minutes. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but, <laughs> but but no, they were very. The styles it was very similar because it was very very much catch as catch can. You know, you 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 act and react and not necessarily. You don't really know what's going to happen until you get in the ring. You know, yeah, right. and then that that was that was fun for me. I love that. Yeah, that's how we used to be. Like coming <laughs> yeah. up, you know, you don't you don't plan anything out except the end. So no, what, no, it just, just, uh, just, you, you react to what the, your opponent does. And, and that's, it looks more, com- more like a competition. And that's, that's, right. again, that's, that's something we're getting back to here. So that's, that's, that was, that was my comfort zone. Yeah. Now, uh, what, what year you do, you do have a book out called the third man. Right. Uh, what, when did you write that book? It was published in the um, the thir- 2013, um, and, okay. and at, at, at that time, I wasn't sure how much longer I was going to even be involved in the business. You know, I was kind of wishy-washy about what I, <laughs> what I was going to do or stay around or whatever. Okay. Um, and then I, then I re- now remember what Akbar told me one time, that, that it's impossible to retire from wrestling. You either die or quit getting booked. <laughs> and, and, uh, and for some reason, I started getting booked again. And uh, okay. uh, I got back involved, and, and it just kind of led. I got involved with the NWA and then worked with them for several years. And then when it sold, uh, I, I wasn't sure what I was going to do. And then the SWE thing came up, and here we go again. Now, now SWE is an affiliate of the NWA? No. No, oh, we're, oh, we're not. Not, affi- not at all. No, although at our last typing, we did have an NWA national title defended. Oh. on our tv okay uh, maybe that's right I, I, yeah yeah I've, 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 I've got a good uh, a good relationship with those guys uh, and of course tim storm is one of my best friends and he, he's okay. involved and and he they're starting back up again in in march you know and so i don't know what's going to happen there we may still do some things with them or we may not i don't know how that work out but uh there's a good relationship there anyway yeah. uh, I've, I've got a I've got a, um, I guess a soft spot in my heart for the, for the NWA anyway. Oh, heck yeah. Oh yeah. We do too. And I meant to mention this in the top of the show and I didn't, but, uh, uh, we lost Jim Crockett Jr. Last, last week. Right. Um, now did, did he have anything to do with, with any type of wrestling the last so many years? 
Um, Jim? Yeah. No, not that I know of. No. Okay. He, he lived in Dallas for a while, and and uh, and then I had been told he had moved back to uh, I guess I don't know whether Carolina or somewhere, but but uh, he was in Dallas for several years there, and and had a little business there but oh, okay. but i, I kind of lost kind of lost touch with him okay. didn't, didn't he try to open up in dallas he did yes yeah we, we had an nwa in dallas for a while there yeah did you work did you work there i did yes oh, okay. and and we we also we also did some taping in chattanooga and 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 did some kind of i guess in south carolina and i don't remember where all now but but yeah he 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 was he had visions of opening the nwa back up again at that point and and uh it was i think a matter of bad timing more than anything else yeah that's a tough sell yeah yeah okay huh. yeah i was just wondering because i remember the rumors that you know everybody because i think wasn't there like he couldn't be involved at least that was the rumor when he had sold, when they had sold uh, to, to Turner, oh, yeah. that there was yeah. like so many years before he could do anything, and then everyone was all excited when yeah. when that time finally came, but uh, nothing really came of it. Yeah, I, th- I think there was some kind of no compete situation for him there, and and yeah. and uh, he would he would show up at the sportatorium even during global time. And, oh, did he? And, oh, really? oh yeah, he'd come, come in the dressing room and he'd, he'd watch the monitor and look at the. Then we talked quite a few times and and uh there there was a point there where I, he started talking to me about he was he was going to try to start something up so oh, okay i guess i guess maybe at that time period it had passed by then and, and he was uh you know we, we did some we did some pretty good stuff we had, had a good crew you know i uh, had tully mm-hmm. and, and uh, michael hayes and and uh yeah. i don't remember who all now that that had a good crew there you know yeah 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 yeah, yeah. That's too bad that didn't work out. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now, which uh, which promotion would you say had the roughest schedule as far as you go? The uh, roughest? Yeah, the roughest as far as, like, travel and working. Well, uh, and it was really before me, but uh, – the, the old Mid-South, the one Leroy, Leroy McGurk's territory was de- definitely the largest and the hardest one to navigate, you know, okay. physically. Because oh. it was a, it went up from Oklahoma all the way down to Louisiana, and, and uh, those roads weren't great. <laughs> and, and, yeah. and uh, you know, it, it was that was a tough territory. Uh, Tennessee was kind of tough because you, you go from, you know, you do the TV on Saturday mornings at the live TV there. And then, and you go to Nashville and you go to Louisville and whatever in between, you know, so that, that was, that was pretty, pretty tough one. Uh, the Texas territory wasn't that hard, really. It, it, I mean, it, it, you go from Dallas to Fort Worth to Austin, to San Antonio and, and Houston and you know, all those, all those towns. And, they're four or five hours sometimes, but not yeah. not really bad, you know. Okay. Did you ever work for Bill Watts, like on any of his shows? No. Oh, no. okay. Never. No, no Bill, no Bill, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't work for Mid South. No. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because yeah, I know there's some overlap there, and yeah, there was in Northern it, it, Texas. It, it, yeah, yeah, he he did send some guys in, and then he'd come into Texas a little bit every once in a while. I did work in Louisiana a lot. Oh, okay. But yeah. uh, for different promotions, you know, oh. over, over the years. But in fact, that, that that period of time you were talking about when things were kind of getting slow, then I went to went down to southern Louisiana and worked down there a lot back in those days. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, you, you mentioned uh, Skandor Akbar, a couple other guys. 
mm-hmm. who who did you enjoy traveling with the the most, or or who did you who did you travel with the most? I probably act more than anybody. Uh, I mean, it was always, uh, it was always interesting in an education, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. he, he he was, uh, he always liked to drive. He'd rather drive than than ride. So he he was a driver and, uh, we had some fun times. I We always had somebody with us, you know, it'd it'd be Ack and myself and maybe killer or, or, whoever, who knows, it could be any any number of guys. And, uh, and he, he was always a, it was always a rolling education to be around him. Uh, And, and, you know, I, I traveled with, uh, in the global days with John Layfield a lot. Uh, uh we okay. were all, we were very close. Good. We still are good, good friends. And, uh, of course the last, certainly in the NWA days and then, and, and all, uh, with, with Tim, Tim storm, we, we traveled thousands of miles together, but okay. yeah, th- those are, those are probably my three favorite people to ride with. Yeah. Okay. And Akbar probably one of the most underrated performers. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially like a manager, cause that's kind of where we saw him, you know? Yeah, well, a lot of people forget how good a wrestler he was. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he was over. He was over as a wrestler himself. He, you know, he, he was a, a headliner in, in New York. Uh, he, he had in, in uh, I guess in the in the southeast. He he had some great runs down there. He and Danny Hodge had a great feud. Yeah, and, and Grizzly had a great feud. Uh, he, he was an incredible wrestler. Yeah, with a couple different uh, characters too, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, and I, and I remember my, the first time I ever went to a Cauliflower Alley that uh, was in New Jersey, and uh, I found myself the first morning there eating breakfast with Luthez and Gorilla Monsoon and Red Bastine. I'm sitting there at the table with these guys. <laughs> wow. And, 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 my, and my friend Larry Dwyer, we were all sitting there together talking, and and uh, somehow Axe name came up, and, and, I, and Lou just went off, I mean, just going on and on and on about how much he respected Axe wrestling ability okay and that, and that told me you know that told me then that that he had to be something special you know because i worked with him in the ring as a wrestler a few times too mostly as a manager but but uh, by then he was he was semi-retired as a wrestler and yeah. did special things but he, he was he was he was effective both ways for sure he drew some huge card crowds there in the middle east didn't he <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah now now you yourself uh had a handful of matches uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was in global or, or yeah, was that USWA? Yeah. That, was, that was global. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How, how did that, uh, how did that all come about? Well, that was, <laughs> that was Eddie's fault. Uh, <laughs> Eddie Gilbert. Uh-huh. Eddie Gilbert. Yeah. Eddie, uh, Eddie Gilbert. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know where he came up with this idea, but he, he, <laughs> he said, he said, he said, I want I want you to do something different, you know, for a few weeks and not referee at all. Uh, and, and the, the, the deal was that we had a, had a battle Royal going on and Bruce Pritchard was there working with us at the time. And, and mm-hmm. he was managing a couple of guys and I was outside on the battle Royal. And, and the, the deal was he jumped up on the, on the apron and I reached up to pull him down and I pulled his pants down and, uh, <laughs> okay. and then, yeah, I had that god awful sight there, you know. <laughs> right. And and so I, I naturally I laughed about it, you know. And everybody's leaving, and then his guys jumped me, and that's what started it. Okay. So so um, uh, uh, we had I don't know eight or seven or eight or ten matches of different kinds, some boxing matches and singles and and tags and three six mans and all kinds of stuff, and and it finally got blown off with uh somebody had to pull somebody's pants down 
If that doesn't sound like Eddie Gilbert, man, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but it, anyway, that that that's how it all ended. And uh, fortunately, I, I I got to do the the deed there. And uh, <laughs> but I mean, they they weren't they weren't anything you'd want to call classic. But it, it was a diversion for a while, and and I'm and I'm sure it was entertaining, you know, for for fans. Oh you know? yeah. So it, it was something different. Yeah. How many shows did you guys run a week there? Was because. You know, up here, it was kind of hard to get the information on it at the time. And, yeah, you know, it just looked like, you know, like it was just a TV show. But oh, no, how many what? I didn't understand. How, how many how many shows were you running there a week? At, oh, in, okay. Uh, yeah, we were we were doing uh, we were typing uh, two shows on Friday nights for a two week, two week show. But, but we were running every week. Okay. So yeah, so it was. Um, we were only we were only doing that once. Then of course we do some house shows here and there, but yeah. But okay. uh, but the TV was on Friday nights, and and we taped taped two episodes on that. Oh okay. If if you have a favorite uh, area that 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 you that you worked at, which uh, which would it be? If you don't, you don't. But well, uh, obviously Texas. I mean, is is my favorite place. Yeah. Uh, uh, I probably, probably Japan would have to be number one though. I okay. mean, overall, because that, that was the greatest, I probably did more for my career than anything else. And, and, and I enjoyed that style, the way things were done over there, the way fans treated us, the way the media treated us. Yeah. Uh, it was, it was, it was like being, uh, uh, involved in like any professional sport over here. Okay. And then, and that was a great experience over there. I, I, I loved it. And, uh, you know, I, that was something I probably would have done from now on if, if, if things had stayed the same. Did you wrestle in any of the other, uh, countries over there? You know, did you go on any of the tours that you oh, know yeah, the, the yeah, world class yeah. folks did in the Middle East? Or? I've, been, I've been to I've, yeah, I've been to Korea, nice. Middle East. I've been to uh, Germany. Um, yeah, I did quite a few different places. You know, uh, Singapore. Okay. You know, it, 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 yeah, I, I, this this business has given me a chance to see the world for sure, and and it's it's been great. Yeah. Did you have to change your style at all for any of the different countries, or was it pretty much the same? <laughs> Uh, the only, not really that much, uh, the, 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 in Europe, it's a little different because you got that, the, the, uh, the rounds, rounds thing. Yeah. 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 That oh, was, right. that was fun. And interesting. I had some, maybe that, that might've been one of my most fun experiences working in Japan. I mean, in, in Germany, oh, really? uh, I got, yeah, well, I got to do something a little different. They, they let yeah. me do a little bit. I, I got a little heat. <laughs> what, uh, what happened? And, and, and it was fun, you know, and I didn't, I didn't cheat or do anything like that. It just made people mad and, and it was kind of fun to do. Per- purposely or, or, oh, yeah, I, or absolutely. Yeah, oh, okay. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. I, I, came, I actually came out of the crowd. That's how they introduced me over there. Oh. I came out of the crowd because uh, the, the match, they had the foreigners and the, and the, and the, European guys there, you know, against each other and that kind of thing. And I was complaining that they were, they were biased against the, <laughs> this was, that's what, that was the whole idea for them to do oh, that, okay. you know, and Otto Wands was, uh, was doing com- commentary on the, on the side of the ring there. And, and we got into it there together and, and the fans just, man, they ate it up and they ended up having a big 
press conference and a lot of the shoot media was there and they were, you know, they were trying to tell me, you know, that it's not really like that over there and that kind of thing. And I was, it was, uh, it, was, it, was a, it was a blast getting hit and heat, you know, but uh, yeah. And, and I got to do, I did the big blow off match championship match and, and, and uh, it, it was a bull rope match. And, okay. and, uh, you know, I got to find both of the guys, you know, and that was fun. And, and, right. uh, and then the finish turned out to be something that, that, you know, no cheating whatsoever. I just, <laughs> it just the right guy won, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. So I, I, I kind of got, got to keep my integrity as a referee, but at the same yeah. time I got to get eat, which was really fun to do. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of hard to do nowadays too. <laughs> Very hard. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> is is there uh any advice that that you would like to give anyone that's uh starting out in the business today well the the the, the best advice i can get is find a legitimate uh trainer and and, mm-hmm. and there are a few around you know the yeah. the the guys that really know the business that really know how to tr- how to teach you the right way uh there's a lot of guys out there teaching that don't know any more than the guys are teaching uh, but find yeah. find a trainer that's legit that that, that has a track record that, that you can look and see these guys learned there and they went on and they did some things that that uh, had some success and then that would be my first advice for anybody and and I, you know I believe a referee needs to know everything a wrestler knows yeah that's so, true. So, you know, if you're, if you're going to train as a referee, then you, then you need to learn that too. But, you know, I've got a lot of little pet peeves about refereeing, you know, and yeah. that part of that's in my book. There's a whole chapter in there about that. Uh, okay. Uh, it's, it's an important role that, that's kind of been neglected over the last several years. Oh, I agree. Probably yeah. longer than that. You know, we always yeah. used to complain about yeah. that. Yeah. Well, neglected and abused for, for sure. I mean, there's no, if you watch TV now, you know, you don't even know what the rules are anymore. They don't right. mean anything. Right. No, they yeah. don't even let the referees do anything. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah, they're just, they're just kind of window dressing, but, yeah. but it, it, you won't see that in SWE, my friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, excellent. That's what I was going to say. So uh, besides SWE, what are your thoughts on kind of the whole, the current state of wrestling? Oh my goodness! I don't want to sound like <laughs> I, I don't want to sound like one of these guys that hates everything that's new. I don't. Well, there's a lot of great. Well, you'd be joining. Of, you'd be joining the club okay, here. Okay. All right. Well, there's a lot of guys out there that are great athletes. Uh, what 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 bothers me the most about the business today in general, and, and what I see on TV, for, especially on the, the 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 big letter TV shows. Yeah. Uh, is that, that it's all about getting a response. It's not about getting a feeling. It's not about making fans care. That's and for me, that's what makes wrestling, that's what makes wrestling uh, what it is or what it was to me when I was so passionate about it because I watched it and I cared what happened to those guys. Yes. I cared. I wanted, I cared who won or lost. Right. And, and, and on what I see today, for the most part, that's not the case. And, and that, that bothers me more than anything else. I, and it's sad really, because a lot of, a lot of fans are missing out on something that's really, really great to experience. If, if you look at it that way and experience that way. Yeah. You know, uh, I got a question for you, you know, in, in the research, I, I noticed that you played some uh, college ball, baseball and basketball. 
Yeah, yeah, I, I, I went. Yeah, I went to college on a baseball and basketball kind of a split scholarship. Um, tore my oh. knee up. Uh, you know, oh, I, was, I was only I was only five ten, so I wasn't going to be a pro basketball player by any means. And yeah. it, but but yeah, I, I was athletic. That was part of that was part of the deal too. And I I, I was in involved in music, but I, my athletics were always a big part of my life as well. And 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 that kind of played into my desire to be in the wrestling business as well. Yeah. And it kind of played into your style too. Cause you were one of the ones there was you and a couple other guys, you know, like when I was growing up that were more athletic and that's kind of like, you know, the position I took when I started refereeing. Yeah, it was and, okay and, and, and to I, be that way. Yes. Yes. And I think that's an important aspect of it. You know, you know I watch, I watch a lot of re- referees in the Indies in these days and even on TV some, some in some <laughs> cases where they're, they're out of shape. They don't look like, you know, they don't look like they can handle guys that are in the ring with them. Yeah. You know, it's not that not that I was going to stand up to these guys so much, but I I had the authority, and and I wasn't afraid to to show that. And 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 I think it was believable enough because I was athletic and and had that look. You know, and 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 I don't see that too much these days. Yeah, you were no. confident enough to you know those guys like you, Tommy Young, and even some of the older older ref, even Bronco Lubich yeah. would yeah. would would yell at a guy you know get up in yeah. their face and you just you kind of don't see that much no much no, no, no. They, they, they don't either don't allow it or the guys don't know to do it right. or when you know like i said there's no rules anyway so why are they yelling about <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. It, it, yeah it seems like a lot of matches uh that i've seen the referee just kind of stands in the corner until the finish the whole time anyway <laughs> yeah yeah like yeah okay uh so you have we're gonna have to wrap it up here uh because you have a podcast of your own coming up uh well i do yeah yeah about an hour yeah oh an hour oh okay it starts it starts at eight central time i'm not in a hurry yeah oh okay i was okay i was thinking we had to we had to go but uh but go ahead and uh plug your podcast too is that is that the one that you're doing with hannibal Yes, it is. Uh, we started doing that several weeks ago. Uh, it's called Inside SWE Fury. Okay. And, uh, or Inside SWE TV. I don't remember which one of those. But I don't okay. even know the name of my podcast. <laughs> but, but, yeah, yeah we, uh, we have different guests on every week. And, uh, uh and it's been it's been fun to do actually you know uh, hannibal's been a big help to us and you got a big big audience out there and that that's helped us i I was gonna say i've seen a lot of his interviews he's killing it on a lot of the uh the shoot interviews and stuff out there now yeah yeah he's doing a lot of that and 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 uh he's doing a lot of stuff for us that 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 uh it just just because he likes our product more than anything else and and we, we, he came up with this idea himself about doing this inside SWE thing and okay. asked me to do it with him. And it's, it's been, it's been fun. Yeah. It's, 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 uh, uh, it's a good experience. You know, I, I kind of yeah. on, on that side of the mic, you know, for a little right. while. Yeah. 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 Well, we can attest to that. It is, it is fun doing these. Um, yeah. you got any more questions? Yeah, for I mean, I, okay. Geez. Yeah, go ahead. Cause I, no, I was just, <laughs> I was wrong on the time. I no that, that <clears throat> that's okay. Cause I, I'd like to, just dive into more um, of the refereeing, not too much, you know, because we don't want people clicking off of this thing because we're referees. <laughs> so when, when you started, when, once you got going as a referee, how long, how long did it take you before you kind of said, yeah, I get it. You know, I can, I can do this, I can do that, and I can help out here, and I can help out there. Was that... 
it's, it's really hard to say that there was a moment. I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I, like I said, I felt very comfortable in the ring the first time I was ever in there. Yeah. I, I had a pretty good grasp of what, what was going on and how things worked. And, uh, I, I, because I've been studying it and watching it pretty much all my life. Yeah. That helps. Uh, and, and, and so, I, so, I, yeah. And, and so I, I kind of had an idea and I wasn't like, and I wasn't going to do anything stupid. I knew that, Yeah. you know, so I, I was, I would try to play it safe for a while and, and, and just kind of follow the lead, you know, and, and, uh, I, I don't know, there, 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 there's a point somewhere where, you know, that, that you've, you're there. And I think, I think part of that is when the guys start coming to you and, and maybe they can start even asking you some questions, you know, or, okay. yeah, or, you, or you know, they start kind of including you and in what they're doing and that kind of thing. And, and, right. and you, you start going, well, hmm, you know, maybe, maybe they see that I know what I'm doing and, 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 yeah. and they want me apart. And then they start working with you in the ring and, and then they start making you look like what you are, you know, that, <laughs> yeah. that authority thing, which is a, a real, uh, uh, a, a real trick because uh, the guys don't do that anymore. They don't know how to work with a referee. Yeah, if right. they knew how to work with a referee, they might get a little heat. I mean, yeah. real heat, not just the cheap stuff that they get a lot of times. Right. And, and, you know, without rules, you can't do that without rules. You can't get heat. Yeah. It's just impossible. Yeah, that's it what it's all about. Right. Yeah. And, and, but, but yeah, I don't know. There's, there's a, there was a point somewhere in there where I, 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 I realized I'm one of the boys. Okay. And and I, I don't know, I don't know that I could pinpoint that time. I know that going, I know that getting the deal in Japan was a big, a big deal. Yeah. And uh, and that that probably uh, sped that situation up a little bit because I think at that point in time it had to be really something special to go to Japan. I mean, the wrestlers, you didn't, they didn't just take anybody over there. And then I went over there and I got hired actually to work there. I mean, I was working for the, working for the Japanese company. And, and as far as I know, I'm the only uh, foreign referee that's ever actually been hired by a Japanese company to work there. You know and, what? Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, yeah, and, and that, that, uh, you know, the old, old, uh, uh, sheets that used to be out and everything, you know, there would be yeah. stuff about that in there. And I think that got out, you know, in the business and, and that kind of, that kind of put me in a little different light. And in some, okay. some cases, so I think, I think that helped, you know, but I, yeah. I don't know what that moment was, but there's a, there was a time somewhere back there where I realized that, Hey, I'm one of the boys, you okay. know, and, and, and just accepted there, you know, and that was a good feeling. Did you get a Ribera steakhouse jacket? Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Now, I figured, actually, I figured you did, but I just, yeah, I actually sure. got that pretty early on. Uh, okay. I, I, I would, uh, I don't remember the first time I went over there. Uh, it may have been, it may have been the first time I went in there because they were making a big deal out of what we were doing over there. Okay. And it was all, it was all in the magazines and all that kind of thing. And, and, and mm-hmm. you know, I would do, I'd do stuff in, in, in Dallas at the TV and then come to Japan and, and then and all that in Dallas would be covered and all the stuff I'm doing in Japan is covered. So, you know, I was, I was getting a little bit of recognition there. Yeah. And plus I was hanging out with the guys, you know, all these, all these well-known guys, you know, and, <laughs> yeah. uh, and so that helps too. And so I, I got, yeah, I got that jacket probably, that jacket's probably nearly 30 years old. <laughs> I, 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 I drag it out every once in a while. You know? oh, okay. I, I went, I went back over there two years ago, mm. and uh, it, it was a, it, it was really funny. Uh, there's an NWA thing uh, when I was three years, maybe three years ago now. I can't remember, but it, it, it was when I was still working with NWA. Okay. And um, we went to Rebels that night because a couple of the guys had not 
been there before and, and uh, they wanted to go and and we went to the old one the, the original one and uh we walked in and and uh tim tim storm was with us uh, uh matt riviera and, and rob conway okay rob always had already had a jacket and of course mine was like i said it was already 30 years old 25 years old whatever mm-hmm. and uh and the, the the owner's son was there he was he was running things and and he comes out and he hands hands them jackets and t-shirt you he looks at me and he goes you have yeah, <laughs> yeah. and he said come here and and, and he comes he point, comes over and he points up to the middle of the ceiling in in Rivera's. i mean dead center of the ceiling and there's a picture there of myself jim neidhart randy savage and haku uh you know what when i was when i was researching this i saw that picture oh, when, that I, picture when i was looking up yeah it, that it used to be in the front front window, okay. but that picture has been in Rivera's for almost thirty years. So really? how, how did and, you get the and, and now it's dead center. And when as soon as he saw me, he took me over there and pointed up you. And, 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 <laughs> oh, okay. And, and and that was a, that was a cool moment, you know. Yeah. And so so yeah, I've been to Rivera's many many times. Yeah. Uh, is that now, is that where you eat the steak? Yeah. And then they give yeah. you a jacket if you eat it all. No, 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 if, no. If, it's it's not. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. They they only give the jacket to people that, that they think are. Yeah. I guess significant oh, okay. in the business. Yeah, no, yeah. Okay. It's a pro wrestling theme, theme yeah. restaurant. Okay. All right. Uh, it's like a like a museum. Incredible. Uh, I, I, I was pictures. just looking at some yeah. of the pictures inside online. Oh, it's uh, unbelievable. You stand there all day long and look at things. Really. It goes oh. all the way back to Rick and Dozen and that kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. That, now, as wrestling fans, we hear about that aspect of it, but how is the food there? It's okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, you, you put a lot of garlic on it. And it's, <laughs> okay. It's, okay. It's, it's not. It's not uh, the greatest steak in the world, but it's it's it's, it's okay. Is it more about quantity than than quality, sorta? Because I mean, I was looking at some of the pictures, and the well, they got the Yokozuna steak. That's like yeah. 64 ounces or something. Yeah. It's, 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 I mean, it's a fairly good size of steak, but it's, it's, uh, it's more, I think it's more the experience than anything else. Yeah. You know, and, and that's, not, that's kind of what not, I figured. I'm not saying it's bad. It's, 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 it's a good, it's, it's good, good, good food. It's just, you know, it's not like, like going to one of the top steak restaurants or something like that, but <laughs> okay. it's, it's more the, more the experience than anything else. Yeah. It's kind of what I figured, but uh. yeah, yeah. You put a lot of ninaku on it, and you're good. You got the garlic, garlic. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. You you have a. Uh, it's hard to pin one down, but do you have a match that comes to mind, maybe stateside or in Japan that that you just remember refereeing, and you're like, man, this is good. You know. <laughs> I know there's been a lot of them. Yeah, I mean, when, when you yeah. yeah, when you refereed, I don't know how many thousands of matches yeah. I've been involved in. You know, and both here and there and everywhere else. Uh, you know, I I can name probably five or six or seven or eight of them that I can remember. A lot of them I just can't remember. I just know that they were. You know, you go in there and do your work, and you know that feeling when you walk out of the ring and you know that you've done what you really set out to do. That you mm-hmm. that you made the fans feel that you know that's the greatest that's the greatest feeling in the world you know you you just you know you've accomplished something that you know i I don't know i I, a lot of times i've talked about a a tag match i I remember over there that with um uh sano and and uh uh, jeff jarrett against the the, uh rockers uh sean sean and and marty Mm -hmm. that was about a i don't know about a 40 45 minute match that was just 
man, we were all exhausted when it was over with. <laughs> yeah. and, you know, and I remember, I remember that one, you know, for some reason, and, I, and it must have been really good because that's why I, I guess that's why it's there, you know, in my in my mind. Um, okay. uh, but there's been so many great mat matches, you know, that I've, I've been blessed to be a part of that, that, uh, uh, that some of the greatest workers in, in this business over the last 35 or six years. And, and Oh, yeah, I'm sure. It's, it's been it's been an incredible experience really yeah you probably worked with them all i mean because you started early enough to get some of the you know the the older legends yeah man yeah yeah with a lot of them yeah and then and then it's you know that i feel so like i said it's just a blessing really because i got to know and 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 be friends with the guys that used to be my heroes, you know, like Red Bestine and oh, yeah. and uh, and Johnny Valentine. I, you know, I, okay. I, I, they would show up at the Sportatorium and you'd sit there and talk to them and learn from them. And, and uh, you know, and, and, I, and I miss those guys. You know, Red would call me from anywhere. He may be anywhere. You never knew. He was a real ambassador for our business. And mm -hmm. and, uh, and just out of the clear blue, just called and say, hi, you know, how you doing? That kind of thing. And I, I miss that thing. You know, I miss yeah. that because oh, yeah, that that's – and that's another one of those things where you know that you're part of you're part of that uh uh i guess that that fraternity you yeah. know that is really special you know that a lot, a lot of people may not get that feeling from but yeah it's it's it, it, it was a special feeling to know that those guys cared about you and right and and, and respected your work and and all of that and and, and yeah. it, it's been it's been a real blessing for sure yeah and you get that at the local level too i mean that's kind of one of the things with wrestling you know you're Pretty much, even if you're a referee, you're getting beat up compared to most normal people, you know? So you just have that respect. You know what they're going yeah. through. Yeah, you know, the, guy, the guys at the sportatorium used to rip me all the time because I, I, I would I would come out, you know, the first time and get a pretty good pop. Yeah. You know, and, and they, they would they would rip me that I was the biggest baby face at the sportatorium. Yeah. <laughs> which, which, and, 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 and you know what, what it was really is the fans trusted me. They knew that I was gonna I was gonna try to do my job, mm -hmm. and not uh, wasn't that I was a babyface referee because I wasn't. I, I I got on the baby faces just as much as I did the heels. But yeah. but uh, the the fans knew that I was going to do that. They knew that I was going to at least try to enforce the rules or at least look like I'm doing that. Yeah. And and I think that's what kind of got it over, you know. And and, okay. and 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 it's true, you know. I'd walk to the ring and they'd get a big pop, you know. It just it was it was, it was, it was that's another, another, another one of those moments when you know that, you know, maybe, maybe you finally made it, you know? Yeah. You know, now that you bring that up, I, I, and this just kind of popped in my head, like really, I think the fans expect the referee to be more real, you know, because pretty much yeah. all the fans know that there are certain things going on in the ring that might not be up and up, <laughs> but they well, expect you know, the that, referee. That's, that's what I tell guys, you know, I, I, I work a match like a shoot. Yeah. That's what, yeah, that's, I did too. Yeah, yeah. he did too. That, exact same that's, way. that's the way I yeah, that's the way I look at it, and that's the way it is. And and, and, and I think the the fans respect that, and the wrestlers respect that. Yeah. The, the ones, you know, yeah. it's, it's a it's a great feeling when you know that the guys want you to be the guy in the ring. Yeah. And, yeah, and I've had that. I've had that experience many, many times. You know, I, I last uh, year. Well, it's been two years now. I, I did the uh, uh, the event in, in North Carolina. It was in North Carolina, or I don't remember now. No, maybe Iowa. Well, anyway, we did. A, well, North Carolina, we did the WrestleCade thing. Oh yeah. And, uh, oh yeah. Uh, it, 
yeah, and, and uh, they had a match there set up for George South and Muda. Oh, nice. Okay. And and uh, I got a call. They said, uh, uh, you know, uh, Muda said he wants you to referee. Okay. And I said, absolutely. You yeah. know, I went. I didn't go there to referee, but I, that you know. Yeah. So you know, when when you got guys like that 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 ask for you, that's a good feeling. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Can you give us any, uh, not spoilers, but maybe like some kind of uh, preview of any names that might be coming into SWE soon? Well, here's, yeah, uh, there's some, there's a couple of surprises. Can one that I can't talk about? <laughs> okay. I, I promise I couldn't. Uh, but yeah, we've we've got. Uh, we talked about Mills Mertes. He's, yeah. he's, he's gonna be, he'll be back in April. Okay. Um, uh, Hernandez will be there. Okay. Uh, uh, Malena has, has joined us. Oh, okay, uh, great. Yeah, uh, we had the last taping. We had Lacey Bon Eric was there. She's not wrestling, but she's she's become part of the company now. Okay. And working with us and behind the scenes, um, uh, trying to think who all who all may be there on the. Um, uh, so there's all the ones that, but, but the, the, there'll be there'll be some names coming in, and 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 that's an important thing. Davy Boy Smith will be there. Okay, I did uh, see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah and boy, Davy is great. Incredible. Yeah. Um, uh, of course, we our regular crew, you know, Charlie Haas and 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 those, and those guys. Charlie Haas has our title right now. Of, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of people think he's going crazy, and, and, and but it's just Charlie. That's just the way he is. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's a, Charlie is a is a master in that ring, man. Un- unbelievable. Uh, yeah. Rodney Mack, of course, is our TV champion, and yeah. and. Uh, and uh, Christy James, our, our, our women's champion, Jazz runs our win- women's division, and, okay. uh, and she takes care of all that. But yeah, we're, we're going to have some names coming in. But but what we're our goal really is to build our own people. Okay. And and then we'll use some of those names to help do that for sure. Right. But uh, we're not we're not trying to be the. Uh, 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 a lot a lot of promotions come in and they hire they they hire all these names that's come off at WWE or, yeah. or, you know, ex ex wrestlers. And, and, and there's some value in that in some cases, but for the most part, that's not what we're trying to do. Okay. You know, we're, tr- we're trying to, we're trying to build our, our own people off of wrestling Man, and off our style. Good. You know? <laughs> good. I'm glad. And, yeah, we don't want to get caught up in that situation where we're spending 10 times as much money on a guy that's not going to, that's not really worth it to us. Yeah. And I don't mean that as disrespect or anything, but it's just a fact. No, we, you know? we understand. And yeah. we've talked about that for years because of the way things run around here, which yeah. is exactly what yeah. you said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so we're, we're more interested in, 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 in building our own talent. And, and and getting even that exposure, we've got a couple of guys that are uh, Max Castellinos and, and Moonshine Mantel right now who are in a war together, and okay. uh, you know that that's gotten a lot of attention. And and uh, uh, those two guys are, are you're going to be hearing a lot a lot from those two for okay. sure. Right. Uh, and, and, but that, that's our goal, really. Our, our goal is to, is to be our own, our own thing and, and do it our Good. own way. And, and, and that way is, is, uh, is a lot more traditional than, than yeah. some of these others. I think I want to cry. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. great. Yeah, that's, that's great. I mean, you know, we've, we've talked about the same stuff for years, so I'm glad to see. And like I said, in the beginning, 
I know a lot of people have said that over the years, but from what I've seen so far, you guys are actually doing it the right, the correct way. Uh, we're, we're, we're trying to, we've got, we got a lot of good people, a lot of good people working behind the scenes that, that work yeah. hard and, and, uh, and, and keep us going in that, that respect and, uh, and working with Teddy and, and Kevin has been, uh, been a blessing. You know, those guys are, 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 are great minds. Both of them, both of them are very creative and, and, uh, it's been fun working with them. It's not, it's not one of those situations where everybody's pulling in different directions. We all want yeah. the same things. Right. And, and, and it's, it's been fun. And I've enjoyed it very much. Yeah. I, I got one more about, about your, your TV. And like I noticed that you have, you have a pretty impressive channel list, you know, for like syndication on the action yes. network. Yeah. Man, yeah. Well, we're, we're we're on a lot of broadcast stations yeah. off of that and, and we're adding, adding a lot as we go. In fact, we're talking to some other people right now about, about even more. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's something we want to spread out and try to try to get uh, as much exposure as we can. And, and, and of course uh, that means that, that it means more work, you know, yeah, more, it does. You know <laughs> that's kind of where you know, I'm going. Are you going to follow you know, the spon- TV sponsors? Yeah. Sponsorships and all that stuff have to come with it too, yeah. but yeah. You know, that, that, that's the business of the business. And, and that's uh, thank God that we've got people that are taking care of that and I don't have to deal with it. You know, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, I, I, yeah. I tell them, I say, I'm, I'm a wrestling guy, you know, and, and that's, that's what I know. And I'll, I'll give you the best product I can give you. But, yeah. but when it comes to the rest of that stuff, you know, I know what needs to be done, but I'm not the guy to do it. You know, yeah, I will say that it's, that's the best wrestling show. Cause we don't get it here. You know, we, we saw it on YouTube. Yeah. That, that yeah. was the best one hour of wrestling that I've seen in, forever i mean it, well, beside watching you. like old school stuff you know like the well, th- the hollywood thank you. And, and, yeah that, that, that's like i said that's absolutely uh on purpose well, yeah, that's exactly okay. what we're exactly what we're tr- striving for and then you know there, there's going to be some different styles in there too we've got some sure. guys that can fly around if, if, yeah. if they need to but uh the the big, the main focus is going to be wrestling and, and and trying to make people care about what happens in the ring and, awesome. and care about who wins and who lo- loses and there's going to be consequences for that not just you know having the, the title change every two weeks to that kind of thing you know it's, okay, it's, uh, <laughs> we, we have a we have a very old school philosophy about all that you know right, and good. and and i noticed teddy long's in there former referee maybe that's why things are going so well because you got the referees finally in control. <laughs> well you know that, that's true teddy, teddy, and, teddy and i have a very similar background yeah. uh you know we, we both started as referees uh teddy ended up doing being going into more of the uh i guess the mouthpiece type thing you know where we yeah. did you know, that kind of thing. But uh, he's incredible at what he does. Yeah. Um, he, and he, he draws us a lot of attention. He knows a lot of people. Um, uh, he, and he's so easy to work with. I mean, he's just a super guy. Uh, and I, I knew that from from way back. But, mm-hmm. you know, and I know he and, and, and my friend John Layfield were, were very close, you know, and they all, they travel together a lot. And, and uh, John was singing his praises, you know. So I, I, I knew that I knew that we were going to hit it off very well. And we did. And and I've known Kevin a long time too. You know, he's he's a, one of the most brilliant minds in, in the business. And and uh, you know, I, I tell people, you know, if, if they had listened to him in WCW, we'd probably be working for him now. <laughs> uh, and that's true. You know, he he, yeah. he really was the guy, the 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 mind behind kicking Vince's ass in the in the in the 
Monday Night Wars for a while, and right. and, right. Uh, and they, they the 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 uh, inmates started taking over the prison, and then things went south. But yeah. right, but uh, but you know, he he was one of those guys that had that that, that kind of mind, you know, that that he, he knew what to do, and he still does. And we're 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 reaping the the benefits of that right now. Yeah, he can create a bad guy, can he? You know, oh like yeah, he, angle, knows, he knows all know? about that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, uh, going kind of playing off the Teddy Long thing. Did did uh, anybody ever propose to you to be more of like uh, a manager or maybe like get involved in um, a, a, besides the besides the wrestling that you did do? Um, yeah, there's been a few times when when that's come up. Okay. And I toyed with the idea of doing that at one time because I think it'd be fun to do for one yeah. thing. And I think I could probably handle that pretty well. I can talk well enough that I can do that kind of thing. If it were the right situation, who knows? That may happen at some point. But okay. um, I, but I, when I went to USWA, I was the matchmaker there on TV. I was actually working behind the scenes with Dutch. Dutch was a booker, and uh, I was working with him putting the TV together. But, but uh, on TV, I was I was the matchmaker. I was kind of the the face of it. So that was that was the one time, another time that I've done something a little bit a little bit different, and that was fun. I enjoyed that. I just wish it lasted a little longer. <laughs> yeah, Jarrett yeah. wasn't there at that point, was he? No, okay. no. Uh, uh, he had he had pretty much backed off the okay. business completely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Jerry, Jerry Lawler was there, but, uh, okay. But yeah, J- uh, Jerry, what Jerry Jarrett was not. Yeah. All right. Uh, you got anything? No, we're, I'm good, man. This is great. <laughs> okay. I mean, <laughs> I mean, for real talking forever. <laughs> I, I, that's what I was just going to say. I was, I, we could, we could sit here and talk to you forever, <laughs> but unfortunately we gotta, we gotta, adjust this so it fits into our TV time slot. I understand. You're going to be on TV. I always enjoy talking wrestling. You're going to be on TV up here in Michigan too. So, <laughs> Yeah. Hey, and, you know, hopefully, yeah. Hopefully we can get some, uh, get some broadcast stations up there and, and, uh, and come in that we'd like to do that. That's one of the things we, we have in our long-term plans is to come to some of the places where we're on TV and, and, uh, and, and present live shows there and not only live shows, but actually tape our tv in those those areas so uh that's something we that's something we definitely have have an eye on to do okay we'll break the ice Fantastic. for you we'll have Fantastic. you on tv here uh just, just one more quick question i know you got your podcast coming up can you give us any preview of what you're going to be talking about on there tonight yeah, we'll we'll be uh, previewing a little bit of what's going to happen, uh, what happened on the last taping, and what's coming up on the next one. Uh, uh, one of our managers, uh, Nigel Rabbit, will be our guest on there. Uh, Debbie Boy Smith was actually originally planned to be there, but I, something came up. I'm not sure what happened, but okay. uh, uh, Nigel will be on there with us, and I'm not sure that'll be interesting because he's always if we can get him to shut up long enough to get a question in, we'll be okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, so anybody. That uh, so, wh- where can somebody watch your podcast? They they go to the same same address well, yeah, that you yeah, gave yeah, out earlier. Yeah, yeah right now, uh, I mean, Action TV. Uh, uh, you can find it on Fight. Uh, we have our own YouTube channel. That's the easy way to do it. Yeah. you know, you can go on there and, and find it. And and uh, and again, our app is out there. Uh, we're doing more and more with that app right now, and then a lot of things planned to do in the future with it, and uh, some special things. You know, like like we're taking things, and, and you'll see some maybe even matches and some interviews okay. and and things on there that you wouldn't see on on our TV. 
So, oh, okay, it, great. It, yeah, it, we're pretty easy to find if you, if you if you look for the streaming thing. Yep. Okay. And that's uh, swefury.com. Uh, that's Sam Correct. Whiskey. EdgarFury.com. Well, you got to say it because the S, the W's, you know, it's kind of. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. All right. Uh, It was, it was a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for being on our show. Uh, Hopefully sometime, maybe in the future, you could come back. Yeah. And uh, love to, yeah. Oh. Any anytime, guys. I appreciate your your, your support and, and uh, enjoy talking to you. And you know, any, anytime you want, we'll, we'll and you know, we, we've got some guys I can bring to you too that'll talk to you. So, oh, okay, yeah. fantastic. Yeah, yeah we will definitely definitely do that. Hey, give our regards yeah. to the team down there. You guys are yeah, and right direction. Like it. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. We appreciate that. Yeah, let let them know that they got some fans way up north. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good deal. I appreciate that. I'll, t- I'll tell them tonight for sure. Hell yeah. All right. Thanks again. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Night. All right. Take it easy now. All right. Uh, so as always, everybody just uh, stay tuned. Check uh, the ON TV page. Check the Butch Blood page and uh, for future shows. And um, Brace Beamer, any parting words? Yeah. Great job booking that talent. You know, when, when you called, told me it was going to be James Beer, I'm like, man, that's pretty cool. You know, because yeah, you just was, don't. Yeah, that was. You don't that hear was, much out there on on the internet doing a bunch of stuff, and then you know, unless you're watching the the wrestling program. But as far as stuff like this, he hasn't been around in a while. You know, no, uh, right. Um, I, I've been friends with him on Facebook for a while. So I've seen some of the stuff lately that he's been doing, oh, okay. but, uh, but yeah, so, so that's why I had that idea and it worked out and, um, and yeah, that was great. And seriously, I could sit there and talk to him for forever. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, just everybody stay, uh, just keep checking for the next wrestling tonight and, uh, thanks for tuning in. Where we'll can you, you be found at? What, what's your, uh, where, where do they go for that? The, the butch blood, uh, just the, Butch Blood, B-L-U-D-D, Facebook page. Oh, okay. Great. Perfect. All right. See everybody next time. Yeah.